Less than 24 hours, Georgians will be under a shelter-in-place order. McDonald, though, said he did not know the man was handcuffed and was trying to use his foot to pin him to the ground so he could be handcuffed. If your friends, neighbors, or local organizations are not complying, report them to us. Howdy y'all, and welcome to the Free Georgia Podcast. My name is Jake Green. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, Let's get started with what we always get started with. If you have any questions about the Libertarian Party of Georgia, what we do, what we stand for, how we operate, uh, go to lpgeorgia.com. We just had, or we have lots of events. Um, we just had an event, 2A Range Day with Mr. Edgar Mills in Rome, Georgia. Um, we have things like Brush Fire Speaking Course, which will help you become a public speaker, which is probably something I should do, but uh I don't have time, so you'll just keep getting mediocre quality content from me. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you have any questions, concerns, anything like that, go to lpgeorgia.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at lpgeorgia. Everybody there is more than happy to engage with you, talk to you, um, answer any questions you might have. Um, today, we've got Miss Olivia Rose on the podcast. Olivia, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you tell everybody what uh, what you do? Well, um, currently we have an outdoor adventure company that is um, operating unique ways to get people outside, um, mm -hmm. all ages, all experience, all interest. And we are expanding in the fall to incorporate some homeschool programming. And uh, that will be more outdoor oriented and supplementing uh, at home learning. So not academic necessarily, um, but challenging families, kids to get outside and learn um, skills that have been lost over time. Nice. You said we. Who is we? Uh, my husband and I are uh, facilitating the um the business but we do have a couple of other people who are partnering with us to uh bring the programming so we have a couple who's into conservation we have um, yoga instructors different businesses that are already in the community that are doing good work that we want to um you know kind of create community with nice that's awesome that is fantastic um i forgot to mention at the beginning of the podcast that uh Libertarian Party of Georgia is trying to get into, we're trying to expand our our support for homeschooling. And so if you want to go join our Facebook group, um, share ideas on uh, how to, you know, what, what you're doing for homeschooling, what other people are doing for homeschooling, all that kind of stuff, uh, make sure you visit our Facebook, our brand new Facebook group, Libertarian Party of Georgia Homeschooling Support. Um, and then I pulled up your site. Here we go. Is that your husband right there? Yes, that's him. That is a great picture. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I love your logo. I mean, y'all nailed Thank it you. with this. Thank this, you. This whole vibe. That's amazing. Thank um, you. Yeah, I was scanning through your through your website a little bit before we started talking. I love this. Every day is an adventure. Get out there. That is exactly what I think. Um, can you tell me how this whole thing got started and like, what was, was there an instigating event? Um, what, like, yeah. How did you, how did y'all begin? Yeah. So my husband and I met in 2013 when they um, actually 
started the Whitewater program um, in Columbus. So he came down, uh, he's from Ohio, came down to train some of the guides in the first season. Um, I started working in the office. And so, you know, summer love, we met, uh, we started kind of this life of adventure. We moved to West Virginia and worked on a mountain. Um, we went to Alaska and worked on a river. And then um, we wound up in Hawaii and we started a kayak company. And so he um, led kayak and snorkel tours and I ran like administration back end. And uh, we just, I mean, it just kind of worked. And our family has always been uh, big on adventure and traveling and sharing um, the love of the outdoors and uh, a passion for stewardship for the environment. And so when we found ourselves back in Columbus uh, in 2021, um, we decided that we just wanted to bring something kind of interesting to Columbus to um, excite people about getting outside, encourage uh, more education and stewardship around nature. That's awesome. Um, man, I have so many questions. For that <laughs> um, first of all, why not too many people leave Hawaii and come back to the mainland? So what, <laughs> what made that happen? <laughs> so we spent five years out there. And, and honestly, there is the, the community um, out there is amazing. And we would probably still be there now. Um, we had an opportunity here to be closer to my family and have our kids grow up with their family, um, to own property. You know, we're on two acres that's connected to, um, family land that's 200 acres that we can, um, have this ours versus spending, you know, over a million dollars for a single family plot of land in Hawaii. Right. So the opportunity just to have more here for less um, kind of called to us. Yeah, that makes sense. It is. It's definitely not cheap to, to no. live in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that'll take it out of you for sure. Um, what? Uh, damn it. I had a question and now this happened to me last week. I need to eat before I do these podcasts. <laughs> when I don't eat, my, my brain just goes haywire. Um, what kind of, of, you said it's, it's things for all ages. So like what, what would be something that I would be able to do um, with your company? So we're working to, um, to get a river boarding um, contract for the whitewater course. So hmm. that's something that we're really passionate about. Obviously he is, you know, whitewater guide. Um, water is where his heart is. It's where his knowledge is. Um, there is, um, a bit of a few obstacles in our city um, that makes it very difficult to get on the river. And so we're pushing pretty hard against the powers that be uh, mm. to get on the water. Um, so that that's what we're looking towards is op operating a whitewater tour. Um, right now we're offering land-based activities. And so we have um, lots of, lots of different things. So um, foraging classes, we did that last month um, with uh, a local who took us out on the river walk and talked about things that um, are medicinal and edible that, you know, you can find in our area. Um, we have uh, on the calendar, a flower pressing class. We have, um, what else do we have going on? We have a cold plunge, which is kind of interesting. Um, if you're into um, cold plunging, it's uh, great for your mental health. It's great for your physical health. Um, I've kind of become obsessed with it. So we do those on Sundays um, and then also kind of sporadically throughout the week. 
And the Mud Kitchen, I saw that you just pulled that up. The Mud Kitchen mm-hmm. is texture-based play for kids. Nice. Um, it just encourages people, like kids to get messy and to learn through exploration, which mm. I, mean, I have a teaching background, and that's, that's really important to me. Um, it's one of the reasons that we homeschool, because I think that kids learn best through authentic learning, touching things, feeling things, figuring things out for themselves. There's not a lot of time for that in a traditional classroom. No, not at all. That was, yeah. If I, if I started doing school these days with all these options that people are bringing forth, like I would have been much more successful in school. (laughs) As for the cold plunge, I completely agree. My wife and I got a cold plunge this last summer or this last winter, and it is the best thing. Like it's, that, fir- that first month is difficult like that yeah. like, the first month like you, you know we started out at like 60 degrees and then worked our way down and mm-hmm. now i'm in i'm in montana at the moment so we've got a creek down at the base of our property and it's about 34 degrees and i've been trying nice. to get in there every day and that it's brutal it's brutal yeah. but it, it feels so good afterwards I, like yes. the, the clarity and just the calm you get afterwards is, is astounding right yeah that's really cool. Um, I know that uh, like a, a lot of what Libertarian Party of Georgia does is uh, we, we like to focus on homeschooling these days and teaching kids, you know, exactly what y'all are doing, like mm-hmm. how to how to live life, how to how to um, interact with nature and interact with your environment around you. Um, what uh, I guess the question is, what what made you mm, and we'll just start with what what kind of stuff do you have for kids besides the besides the um, Minnie's Mud Kitchen? Yeah. Um, so one thing that that came to mind when you first brought up the Facebook um, page, because I'm a member, um, is the need for support for families mm. to feel confident and comfortable to actually pull their kids out of school. I mm. think that. Um, there would be so many more families if there were more options um, that that would opt for non-traditional learning. And so um, we're trying to make it a little bit more accessible for the families in our community. Um, and that includes that Learning Resource Center. So the Le- Learning Resource Center um, will be in addition to our homeschool programming. Mm-hmm. And it will have um, different centers for different age ranges. Uh, it'll have an opportunity to drop your kids off because that's a huge thing for homeschool parents. They're like, I have a meeting that I have to get to. I have a doctor's appointment. And now I have, you know, one, two, three, five kids at home. Like, how do I how do I juggle this? Um, and traditionally, when we when we educated our kids more at home, we had a community that we um, we had that supported that. And we don't have that same sort of community anymore. And so offering drop-offs, hey, come for an hour, two hours, explore the stations, um, bring your homeschool work, do it at our facility. And then that way you have some flexibility around your schedule. So that Learning Resource Center will also have um, a lending library, things that are expensive, curriculums. I don't know which one I want to use. Maybe, you know, I want to try something out, then we'll have some access to some different things. Um, microscopes, STEM toys, things that people can check out and borrow and bring back without investing. 
we're very big on stewardship of our environment. And part of that is, is repurposing, reusing, mm. um, and kind of sharing in this idea that we don't have to buy everything new. Mm. So, um, some of the programmings that will exist within the space, um, we're looking at the, the homeschool membership is Tuesday, Thursdays, elementary, um, Wednesdays, high school, Thursdays, middle school. So it's not an everyday sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it will be a rotating calendar of skill-based le- learning. Um, I have foraging on there. I have composting on there, um, gardening, um, trying to think what else I have a girl that wants to teach fly fishing. So it's more of these skill-based, um, lessons and explorations that we'll do with the kids. Gotcha. Sorry. There's thunder long, happening long story short, short to bring it back around. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. Um, I had a question about, so you were talking like it, it's, di- it's sometimes difficult for people to want to make the decision to pull their kids out of school and start homeschooling them and having options like you is very helpful. How, what would you say to somebody who is really wanting to do that, but doesn't know where to start or is scared of what might happen once they pull their kids out? Well, I have a extremely liberal idea of what kids need, need to know. (laughs) And, you know, we, we unschool. And so we don't use a curriculum. My, my daughter is going into what would traditionally be third grade. Um, and she's just with me all the time. And she is just so knowledgeable about the things that she's really interested in. Mm-hmm. And she, the things that she's not really interested in, she's not as knowledgeable, but she's not going to pursue a um, a career in mathematics because she doesn't enjoy mathematics. Um, so we don't focus a lot of time on that. So I think just kind of letting go of this idea that your child's going to be behind or they're not going to get what they need to get. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's kind of a journey for the parents to, um, to let go of this traditional model of what they're supposed to be doing. Um, if they can't let go of that, homeschooling is very hard because um, you're always trying to compare to something that doesn't exist necessarily or something that you're imagining. Um, but for parents that want to, I think finding um, a homeschool co-op that they resonate with um, the ideology um, that works with their schedule is the best thing because you need community in the homeschool um, world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people forget that the the type of schooling that that our, especially our public education system is based on has not been around forever. It's only right. been around for 150 years or so. Yes. Um, you know, it started in Prussia and it was a way to basically get children to fall in line and become part of the army and serve the government. And right. so like the idea that for centuries, p- kids were going to school is just a sham and kids right. were, would be with their parents all the time until they were grown. And so that that's, you know, hands-on learning in my experience is one of the best ways to learn. Like I, I went to film school um, for, you know, writing and directing. And uh, once it was great school, SCAD in, in Savannah, um, great school, enjoyed my time there, had a blast. But once I got out, they didn't provide any type of 
of help for me to get a job. I didn't know any of that. I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I, I mean, I kind of knew let's go to LA because that's where all the movies are made, but turn, <laughs> turns out that's not true. More are made in Georgia and no one yeah. told me that. Yeah. Um, and what really I should have done rather than spending all that money on, on school is just go get on a film set as a PA, just go right. learn from people who are doing it. And I, right. I've always found that that is just by far the best way best yeah. way to my, learn my daughter that that's the approach that we took you know my daughter I think would rather just wave a flower in a field all day um she is very creative um so giving her giving her mentors in those avenues has been more she's had more success and felt more confident um, so we've done violin, we've done art, we've done theater, and she's thrived in those um, settings. And so mm -hmm. really um, funneling in all of that sort of education versus sitting mindlessly for eight hours a day, not not really taking in much of anything. So, yes, it's been, it's been good for her. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, can you tell me a little bit about this uh, in real life uh, and immersive experiential learning co-op? Yes. So this is the learning co-op um, mm -hmm. and IRL, you know, in, in text lingo is in real life. Yes. Um, and that's, that is the approach of this homeschool co-op. It is um, real life learning. It's, it's authentic. It's useful. Um, again, it's not necessarily going to be all academic. Of course, you can tie in almost anything when you're talking about um, project-based learning, which is kind of what this is. So, you know, whatever, if the, the topic of the day is composting, then we're going to explore, you know, how, how to set up a compost then, how to use compost, like what's the chemical process. So all of this reinforcement of the, you know, if they're learning about these things at home is, um, is brought up, but the, um, the idea is to learn skills. And to spend time outside. So um, the IRL, the in, in real life learning, is the co-op that um, will start in August. It, um, it is for all ages. We do have a homeschool PE on Monday. Um, but it, it's kind of more based on, on loosely on grades, on ages. Um, we feel that age grouping isn't always super appropriate because you have kids that are you know, more mature or more interested in certain things and they're going to enjoy a certain level at different times and that there's something to learn from older kids as well as younger kids. You know, you have the ability to do more difficult, more challenging projects when you have some older hands. Mm. Um, so there's some flexibility around the age, but uh, it's pretty much elementary Tuesday, Thursday, high school Wednesday, middle school Thursday. So it's a drop-off program. Yeah. Um, parents can sign up for memberships online. You can do for the whole year or you can do monthly. So if you want to check it out first. Um, and then we also have drop-in drop, drop -in available. And that's um, through our upcoming uh, adventure link. And um, you can just sign up for one class. So those are listed on there as well. Nice. And so like the people teaching um or instructing or whatever it is is that you and your husband and then you, you mentioned like you know other people who teach yoga and all, all sorts of stuff is that just a slew of different yeah. people 
So I, I will be primarily um, the main instructor in the beginning, at least. Um, mm-hmm. We do have different, like I said, businesses and organizations that are going to come in. Um, we've already worked. We had a teen program this summer. We worked with the Chattahoochee River Conservancy um, and Trees Columbus and some um, some community farms. And so we'll work with them continuously as well. Um, but as far as the most of the facilitating will come from me until I can um, find somebody to teach middle school and high school, because that's not my specialty. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, I like the honesty. What uh, is this the first year that y'all are operating? Yes. So we started tours in May um, and it's been very interesting just to kind of see how it's pivoted to uh, a more education based program. Yeah, I, I, scanning through your website, y'all y'all are about a lot of stuff, and it's yeah. awesome. I love it. I love all of it. It's fantastic. I love this. Uh, the I was looking at the root to rise thing. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So we, our space is go. actually we're in. Yep. So <laughs> we're in High Uptown um, in Columbus, Georgia, and um, we have a sixty-seven thousand square foot warehouse that we are. Um, on the journey to build out. Um, so it will, yeah, <laughs> it's a huge project. Um, I, I did not have a lot of skills, but real estate developer was never really one of them. Um, but it, it's very exciting to me to have this project to um, do something different in Columbus and to mm. get the community on board um, with it. So to provide some opportunities for, small businesses to get in and you're, you know, you're, you're not always able to pay $35 a square foot. So, Hey, join us. Like let's build this together for the community, something different. Um, so it will have the, the bulk food market, um, the learning resource center, our, our outdoor adventure company. And then we will eventually have um, food and beverage stalls, some community um, dining, hangout space and then in the back we're looking to build out a hostel so um kind of catering yeah (laughs) catering to um families and individuals that are that are traveling around to um you know explore the outdoors to adventure um affordable but fun and like cool accommodations so that's the plan oh my gosh i can't stop (laughs) smiling this is just making me so happy i'm so Yeah, one of the biggest problems I've always had traveling in the United States is there are no hostels, whereas everywhere right. else, I mean, there are some in L.A. and New York, but that's like it's bare minimum and they're terrible. Right. Right. Um, and so like traveling abroad, just going to a hostel, like pe- hostels get a bad name. Like people think about sharing a space and people don't think that sounds good. But yeah. I me and my wife still do it. Like we still yeah. go to hostels when we're abroad and it's the best thing. It's the best way to get to know a city and get to know people right. who are also traveling in that city. Yeah. It's about community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Man, that is incredible. Y'all have got some great plans and I freaking love it. <laughs> um, well, we're excited. Heck yeah. You should be. You should be. Um, you'd mentioned something about an Indiegogo. Would you like to talk about that for a bit? Yeah. So, um, so part of the learning resource center is, um, uh, some fundraising that we're doing. We're looking to, uh, build out this learning resource space. Mm -hmm. Again, our model is to try to repurpose, reuse as much as possible. So, 
not only are we looking for, you know, donations, uh, small furniture, books, materials, old homeschooling materials, you know, whatever you have. If you have something, we would love for you to donate it to us. But also we have this Indiegogo and it allows you to donate directly to um, the center. So um, for people anywhere, you can um, sponsor a station, a center. So we'll have um, science, we'll have, you know, the lending library, all of these different centers um, for $500. You can put your name on a plaque and that center is in honor of you or your business and you, that money will help fund that center. Um, you can also grab an annual membership there if you're local or in the regional area. And then um, if for whatever reason you feel inspired um, by our mission and you want our learning resource um, center in honor of you, then you can also make a large donation to help us to uh, kickstart the, um, the, the resource center. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm definitely getting a, a strong vibe that this is mainly about homeschooling and children's development and stuff like that. So you'd mentioned that y'all had started out as an adventure company and you still have that and you're trying to build it. Um, how does that fit into this whole center that you're building? Yeah. So um, as I've kind of hashed out the, this business and and what's working, you know, I think we we are seeing people being more cautious about their spending. Um, it's Columbus, Georgia. It's very hot right now to be outside. <laughs> and so as a new business and with, you know, some of those obstacles against us, um, just trying to see what programming has worked already. And mm -hmm. it's, it's the kids programming. And um, I think if people are going to spend money on something, they're going to spend money on their kids. And so, um, but the, the three kind of pillars of our business is adventure, education, and stewardship. And that thread kind of goes back and forth through all of our programming, um, whether it's actual homeschool education or just education for the community, um, stewardship, and then just getting outside and getting people excited about nature and taking care of it, um, mm -hmm. learning more about it. So it the three different retail spaces within the space will kind of display that. So we'll have the adventure, we'll have the stewardship in the bulk market, and we'll have the education and the learning resource center. So it, it's just, it kind of all ties together. Um, but the adventure side, we're hoping to expand as people are more willing to get outside um, when it cools down and spend just a little bit of money on doing something for themselves. Nice. I love yeah. that. Um, my wife uh, recently joined uh, the Mushroom Club of Georgia. Have you heard of this? Yeah, cool. She, she is obsessed to maybe an unhealthy degree. She's obsessed yeah. with mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of this, like being outdoors, being in nature, exploring and like sustainable stuff made me think about uh, think about that. I don't know if, you know, there's some type of thing that could happen. Yeah, between, we need, between we need a mushroom hunter. Yes. The guy who runs it is incredible, like absurdly knowledgeable. He and his wife are incredible. Um, they, they would totally be down to like come teach a course or, you know, do stuff like that. So. All right. I'll have to reach um, out to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you some, I'll send, I'll hook y'all got you guys up. Cause that's. Okay. Sounds good. They, they would love that. Um, again, I had a question and now, Oh, um, 
So aside from the Indiegogo, you know, not everybody can give money. Aside from the donations, not everybody has stuff to give. How can people help you build what you're building? Because this is, I love everything about this. And I think uh, y'all deserve a lot of help. Thank you. Um, well, as always, like a social media presence requires um, people sharing, people commenting. So anything that you can, you know, you can go and find our page on uh, Instagram. We're on Facebook because I'm old. Um, and it's Chatt Chattahoochee Adventure Co. And um, just kind of follow along with our programming, reshare anything that resonates with you. Um, mm -hmm. You never know who's out there and looking. Um, we also, you know, if you're in the area and you want to volunteer time, we're building out the space. So if you want to come and be hands, also, if you have a skill um, and you're in the area and you want to teach something, um, looking for anything, you know, mushroom hunting. And um, I would love to offer some uh, masonry classes and some mechanic classes and woodworking, like all of these skills that our kids just need to experience um, mm -hmm. that I don't know how to necessarily do. Um, if you have skills like that, please reach out and we would love to um, talk to you about leading some classes. Interesting. I, I, I know there's so many people that come to mind that might be interested in doing this. So, yeah. all right. Well, Olivia, thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank today. Is, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to say before we, before we head out? No, thank you for having me. Um, we're just excited to get the word, just get the word out. Absolutely. We're happy to do that. This is fantastic. I, I mean, I've been smiling the whole daggum time because <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> um, once again, everybody, uh, if, if you're interested in homeschooling your kids in the state of Georgia, Libertarian Party of Georgia has started a homeschool support group on Facebook. Um, I'll put it in the description. Um, and if you have any questions about what the Libertarian Party stands for, what we do, um, what we're about, or just you know want to tell us anything that we need to do um, to improve, uh, go on over to lpgeorgia.com or hit us up on Twitter at lpgeorgia. Um, once again, Olivia Rose, thank you so much. Thank um, you. Owner of Chattahoochee Adventure Company. So go look that up. Their website will be in the description and along with their socials and all everything. So just all go look them up, go support them, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank Peace. you so much. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. <laughs>